Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever you listen to us, this is Dish in the Fridge Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Dishman, along with my co-host. How's it going, brother? Oh, happy birthday. It was yesterday. How old are you? 25. How does it feel? Feels no different. You sure? Yeah. I'm five. I see years. a little gray in your mustache. That's not true. It's <laughs> a good, healthy mustache. Um but today we are joined by someone. Who? Good friend. Good friend of the podcast. Mm. Thomas L. Patterson. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, we're good. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. It's, it's good to have you. It's Jay. But <laughs> At some point he'll get it right. <laughs> Maybe one of these days. Uh, we got to say happy election day. We're doing this on election day. Uh, Lou, I know you voted. You yeah. want to talk about it? How was your experience? It was good. Yeah. Was it quick? Yeah, it was quick. 20 minutes in Pottstown, some middle school in Pottstown. Pot, I don't know, Pottsgrove Middle School maybe. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but everyone was polite. Everyone was wearing a mask. Everyone, for the most part, actually was distancing. They had little markers on the uh, gym floor, so people were respecting that. I've heard stories of people not having the same experience, a little bit undelightful. But for me, it was good. Good, good. I'm glad, I, I'm I glad voted for him. Dr. Mario. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, who's his running mate? Uh, I was uh, Toad. Oh, you kind of <laughs> look like Toad. You actually <laughs> really look like Toad. Uh, Tom, how have you been? It's been a while. I think since the Christmas episode since you've been here. So it's been it's it's been good. It's been good. Voted today as well. Went to skip back elementary. Nice. Our old stomping grounds. Yeah. Um, same kind of experience. Everybody was nice. Nice, nice. Everybody had their masks on. A lot has changed since you've been on the show last time. I, I heard. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we got a lot to get into tonight. You know, the Eagles had a ugly, ugly win. They're still in first place. Going into the bye week. Um, then we got, you know, a row of games to go over after that. Uh, you know, tough schedule after that bye week, I'll say. Um... You know, we haven't talked to you about the Sixers, the new hires. Uh, Daryl Morey, we'll discuss that with you. You're a big Sixers guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but Lou does want Furcon back. Uh, Great. We'll hear your thoughts on that. Um, as far as we do have another bracket tonight, I know you guys love it. Yes! Whenever we have three people, bracket <laughs> makes the most sense. Calm down. Uh, excited. Um, and I had nothing to do with this. Didn't even touch it. Change nothing with the bracket. This is not custom bracket? Nope, not custom at all. Mm. Off the shelf bracket. Wow. Yeah. Wow, clearance. I know. I heard people complaining, mainly you. So well, About what? About my custom brackets. I mean, sometimes the, there was one thing that I noticed about last bracket. Why didn't we have Jason on? Oh, you didn't notice that. Trey tweeted it at us. I, didn't, I did not see Trey's tweet at all. Oh, get out of here. Did not see Trey's tweet at all. You're, you're I said, lying. I said something to Amo about it. Oh, whatever, dude. I Sorry. My bad. I don't. I mean, I don't like Jason, to be honest. I, I, he wouldn't have, have made it far. Yeah, but, but sometimes people make mistakes, okay? I'm sorry. That's true. I. That's okay, actually. We're actually we do have one more guest on here today that I don't think you're aware of. Oh, oh. Machinardi's beer. <laughs> what is that? Um, the Monopoly beer. It's called, it's from Root Down from Phoenixville. <laughs> New Money Hazy IPA. It's a little Monopoly guile. Oh, I like hazy IPAs. Uh, oh my God. Sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> hitting me now. Uh, but thank you, Machinardi, for leaving these beers here at Josh's place. <laughs> um, no, so the bracket tonight is. The all-time Philadelphia athlete bracket. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, this was made by Jim, the Philly Empire. If Jim, Jim Tomey is not on this damn bracket. <laughs> so they separated, and you guys can't help me decide how we don't want to do this, because they separated into sports. So they did Eagles, Phillies, Sixers, Flyers. Now, what do we do, want to do for the hockey? We don't really <laughs> talk no, about it There's no hockey one? No, there is. I don't know. We just do it? I mean, I know some old hockey names, but... That one's going to be more of a... Just any name you know. Right? Pretty much. If I know the name, I'm probably... <laughs> All right, we'll go through it, and then that, we'll that, forms yeah. the, that forms the final four, each sport. So, okay. Philly Inquirer did this. I think this was from back earlier this year. Like, I'd say March, something like Jim that. Jim Tomey. Um, it was created by... Uh, the seating was created by Les Bowen, Keith Pompey... Keith! Scott Lauber, and Sam Carchitti. Okay, bracket so, flow. So, wait, what... What exactly is the bracket again? So it's it's 
they they seeded their top sixteen athletes from each team. So Flyers, Phillies, okay. Sixers, Eagles. So one through sixteen, whatever. We'll go through it's like a normal bracket, and then each winner from each team forms the final four. So is it? The best athlete in each sport that we're looking for is the biggest impact on the city, or is it like everything? Uh, it, there's no, it okay. doesn't say anyway. I think you take it how you want it. Okay. Um, it just says Beth, Philly's best athletes of all time. Okay. So take it how you want it. Um, and then we have a lot of listener questions tonight. Thank God, God finally. I saw, I saw two of them. We have five of them. Oh, five. Why Damn. do you guys think that is? I think people were mad at us for taking a little yeah, break, yeah, um, I, and I they said, "Oh, you're not going to give us content. We're not going to give you content." Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Why? What are you getting at? Oh, I thought you guys were going to say maybe you guys had a great guest on today, so maybe people thought. Mm, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's it. I don't um, think so. Yeah, it could be a little bit of a factor, but not a lot. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the Eagles. Um, I can't wait to Thank hear God Tom. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this season. Mm-hmm. Um. It's crazy when you're in first place and a win over your biggest rival feels like a loss. I don't know if that how if that's how it feels to you guys, but it was ugly. Uh, you, Danucci was out there throwing sidearm like Dontrell Willis. Yeah, and they were that's beating us. They were beating job. us at halftime. Like uh, Carson with four turnovers. Sucks. Um, it's. It's ugly, and I don't. How did you guys feel about the win? Because I felt even worse about this team after it. I mean, a win's a win. You always take a win, right? A win's mm-hmm. happy, but um, I, I am very glad there is no game this week because I need a. I just need a week break of just not having to deal with Twitter and because I feed into it too because I like it. I like getting people angry on Twitter, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, Wentz. I can't. I won't defend him anymore. I will not. I refuse to. Mm-hmm. I would love, would love Hurts to step in. I, I mean, I don't really think it's going to happen right now, but would just love to see it. Gotcha, Tom. Where yep. are you at on this team going into the bye week? So when we get to the segment, I want the camera to zoom in on me. <laughs> I'm gonna look dead in the camera. <laughs> the Eagles have a quarterback problem on draft night i tweeted about jalen hurts and how it was a good pick and i took a lot of heat from it from this show and from others and it's looking like my tweet was 1000 percent right um but in all seriousness i want i after i tweeted about jalen hurts and it being a good pick i also tweeted that i went as qb1 and i want him to be the quarterback but just given his history meaning his durability i didn't think the Jalen Hurts pick could hurt you in any way. Now, could you have taken a player that could have helped you this season, maybe more, maybe a linebacker or a receiver? Possibly. I mean, how he can't draft anyway. That player wouldn't have <laughs> been able to play, so it doesn't matter. But think back to last year when we were talking about how Wentz was carrying the roster, and he was. They had bad receivers, people we didn't know, Deontay Burnett, Greg Ward, who's kind of turned into a player, and he was clearly carrying that team and we were all on the record, I think, saying that he needed more talent around him and he would have done so much better. Now, fast forward to this year, I just don't think that's the same excuse. I think Wentz is hurting the football team. I think the talent around him is fine. I think the offensive line, it is what it is. It could be better, yes, but I, I think he's hurting the football team. By his play. I mean, his QBR is the lowest it's been since he's come into the league. It was lower than his rookie season. I think he's 12 to 12 for pass downs to intercept, touchdown passes to interception ratio, which is terrible. He's playing like a bottom five quarterback in the league. Yeah. With top five talent, top five talent, top five arm, but bottom five decision making. And I mean, I want him to figure it out, but I, I just don't know. Like, he, he's like averaging an interception in the end zone a game. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's 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 rookie year mistakes, rookie and for and second year mistakes. That's what gets me. Like, and I understand he has these incredible throws every game. Every game there's that's two the or three throws that's that look incredible. Mahomes and I understand like, that you know the injuries are a lot, and it's people in and out of the lineup. I get it, but like it's the mistakes that you make when you're a rookie. And if, if Joe Burrow makes these mistakes, we say, hey, look, he'll learn from it. He'll grow. I just feel with these mistakes, Carson has not grown as a player. 
And that's what pisses me off. Like, I understand if you make a, you know, you make a mistake here and there and, you know, and I, I understand the durability problems, but when it's these rookie year mistakes, that's when I say enough's enough. Like, and I thought they should have taken him out for Hurts, just like, you know, when they did with Donovan McNabb, you know, just to sit him and let him see the game from a different point of view. Now, I understand, look, if you make that move, some people will say there's no turning back from it. Right. Um, but I think mid-game, like they, like even how like the Patriots did it with Cam, they took him out after he had, whatever, three turnovers um, in the, whatever, the first half, and then they took him out, and he was obviously the starter going into the next game. As long as you cover yourself in the post-game press conference, I just don't see how something has to get to into his head. You can't make these mistakes. So I, I, I don't know how they go from here. I've um, never seen a fan base baby a quarterback. And it's it's not everybody, but it's some. The baby Carson Wentz. Like, yeah. in my opinion, he's a big, physical, tough quarterback. Both physically and mentally. I, I have I did have a lot of faith in Wentz, and I still have some faith in him. But it's it amazes me how some people are like, Oh, you bring in her, it's like the Eagles are killing Wentz, like he he's a grown man. Like you're allowed mm-hmm. to critique him. He's I hope he's all right. Like look at what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers came out on the record. He's like, I didn't like the Jordan Love pick. They're clearly trying to move on from me. And Aaron Rodgers has done nothing but ball out this yeah. year. And nobody's even questioning whether Jordan Love could come in right now and back up Aaron Rodgers or take his spot, I should say. And and that's how you put those rumors to rest. And Wentz hasn't done that. He's played like you said. He wakes two throws a game where you're like, that's Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and then he makes. Five to seven plays a game where you're like, that's Danucci. Yeah, it's it's Ben Danucci. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I, I I want Carson Wentz to be the quarterback. He needs to start making some of the simple throws, make easy throws. Or just throw it away. Throw the ball away. <laughs> I appreciate the hero ball, but it's coming to the point where it's hurting your football team. There's no reason why why you should lose the or win against Dallas. 23 to 9. That should have been a 40 to 3 football game. Yeah. Imagine if those if all those turnovers happened against a not D3 football team. Like, right. Imagine if that happened against the the Washington football team. Yeah. Right. You're getting run off the field. Well, if you think about it, so Dallas got the ball first, right? And they came down the field and scored. Yeah, they got a field goal, yeah. Right. All right. All credit to Dallas. Good job, Ben Danucci. But the other six points they scored was all on Wentz. It was yeah, the interception in the end zone, right? The interception in the end zone, which should have been at least points. And then the second one was the on fourth down, he fumbled. Dude, that first fumble, oh my God. Like, you don't you don't even have to throw it hard. You can just go a little shovel pass and it's out of bounds. Like, it just, <laughs> I don't understand how you hold that ball that long. So I have one more thing to say, and this is for, if you haven't seen this video, please look it up. There's a video. It was you guys ever see uh, Gruden's QB camp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he does one with Wentz. He did it with like most quarterbacks that yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. He did one with Wentz, and he loved Wentz, loved the talent. He had one issue with Wentz, and it was ball control. It was fumbles. It was he did this thing with Wentz where he had him hold on to. He called him a two-handed monster. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah a two-handed I remember, monster." I remember that. Yeah. And he took pool noodles and whacked Wentz's hands with it while he went through drills. But it just goes to show that back in college, he had issues with fumbling. And five years now into the he NFL, still has he grown. still has issues with fumbling. So I know people want to put stuff on Doug. And yes, the play calling hasn't been great. And maybe he's not getting through 100% to Carson. But if he was having these issues in college and that coach couldn't get through to him, and now he's having these issues in the NFL and other coaches can't get through to him, at what point do you look yourself in the mirror and say, I have a problem. It's it's not coaching. It's me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll just chime in real quick. Uh, you guys kind of both just said pretty much what I was feeling. Uh, the the biggest thing for me though is like the piggyback kind of, off of what you said, Tom. Is like the fan base. Like just seeing it on Twitter. Like we sometimes like are the most ridiculous. And I I know I've said some ridiculous stuff on Twitter before. Just like out of reaction, like something happens and I say something ridiculous that I don't necessarily believe in, but it's just off the top of my head. You tweeted this- something today about trading for James. We'll get to it, but for <laughs> giving up Pats and Genos. And it, was, no, it, was, it, was a, it was a tweet I said. We'll talk about it. I was it. just trying to say that you tweet some crazy stuff. Yeah, no, 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 no. I retweeted it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, like, we – and this is also to your point too, Josh. Like, he makes those – like, once every game will make those, like, 
one or two th- throws, maybe three or four, that you go, wow, like that's like that's what we drafted, like that's that. And then we hold on to that and just like think like that's it, like that's him. Like we cannot do anything with him, we cannot move in, we cannot play Hurts because that's the guy that we have when the results show that that's not the guy we have. We have a guy, like you said, is playing like a, like a bottom five quarterback. And this fan base, for some reason, I'm not going to get vulgar, but has – some sort of love attraction to this man that's unbelievable and we just cannot like there's i don't see it i know you guys don't see it but a big portion of the fan base will not see anything that he does is wrong and will take him down as our quarterback to the end of the day and again like you said i do not vote against wentz i don't like i want him to succeed obviously like we drafted him, we put a lot of stock into him i want him to succeed but when he makes his mistakes after five years and he doesn't learn from them you gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. I agree, and they're not gonna trade them. Not that I'm advocating for trading them because mm-hmm. they're in a tough salary cap situation as it is. And if you trade him, the way it works is that money just doesn't move to the other team. So that's dead money that the Eagles would have to eat, and it would hit towards the salary. It just, it doesn't work. So they're gonna have to figure it out, or he's gonna be the most expensive backup in the NFL. I want same line, same thing as you. I want. Wentz to succeed, I want Wentz to be the quarterback, but it's getting to the point, if he can't turn it around, that there's a guy waiting behind him that I would give a chance. Yeah, just give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Hey, if he does terrible, then put Wentz in because, you know, you're paying for the money for Wentz. But just, you know, you got, you just these there's people, so many people who just think that, like, putting a Hurts in for just trying him is, like, the most sacrilegious, like, worst thing you could do to this football team and to Wentz, and it's just... Like if Wentz can't understand that, that we, that he's playing terrible for the mistakes that he's making, and that they're just gonna try it out, then something's something's wrong. All right, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got the bye week this week. Um, let's talk the rest of the NFL. Um, Great. You know, we do this. You know, let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about good football teams. <laughs> Like well, I said, I'm so glad we don't have a game this week. Yeah. I just need a week off from dealing with this. <laughs> um, all right, so, you know, we do this every week. Our top five teams in the league right now. This is not who we think is going to win the whole thing. This is excuse me. right now. Where do you think your top five are? Um, you want me to start this off? Or, sure. Tom, you want to go first? Uh, go ahead, guys. All right, I'll go. I'll go. You went first last week. I'll go first this week. Um, number five, I got the Buffalo Bills. Um, Let me pull mine out. I'm compare. Uh, you know, big fumble by Cam there at the end. But, you know, any game between those two teams is going to be tight. Yep. So, um, who knows about the Pats. But, yeah, I, I, Josh Allen is a little iffy to me. But, um, I don't know. There's something I kind of like, like, like Josh Allen. <laughs> He's very up or down. Yeah. Um, number four for me, Seattle Seahawks. Russ is the MVP favorite right now. Uh, their defense, though, even though Carlos Dunlap was a big pickup, they still don't impress me, so that's why they're only four. Number three, last night, Buccaneers. Um, I think they were two for me last week. Um, I just think this was the definition of a trap game for them. They play the Saints next week. Um, so I think they overlooked the Giants. You know, that's why it was a close game. Tough call at the end of that game, I'll say. I don't know. I think if you, they threw the flag and then picked it up, if you throw the flag, just call the PI. Yeah. Um, it was close. Um, number two, and I still have so many question marks about this team. I don't believe in them. I don't buy the stock of Big Ben. Oh, okay. Steelers at yeah. two. Um, yeah, they're they're undefeated. They're the only undefeated team in the league, so that's why I got to put them down too. But I I don't buy them as a as a contender to go to the Super Bowl. I just don't. It's not me. Sorry. Um, sorry, Steelers fans. Um, and number one, the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. Sure, that's yeah. it. Uh, I think we'll end it on Tom, so I'll go, I'll go next. Um, five, just like you, I had the Bills. They were not in my previous What do they week. say about the wagons? No one circles the wagons like the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. <laughs> so Bills are at my number five. They weren't in my last week's um, power rankings, but they are in at number five and out with the Ravens. So number four, same. I have the Bucks. Um, I mean, last night... I mean, kind of a weird game, but sure, I'll keep the Bucks at four. Three, I have the Seahawks. Oh no, you had Seahawks at four. I, we, yeah. we flipped. We flipped. Yeah. I had Bucks um, at three. Three, I have Seahawks. I have 
Westbrook on my uh, or not Westbrook <laughs> Russell nah. or Brian <laughs> Wilson Russell Wilson on my uh, fancy D. D. team DD Westbrook yeah Kill, oh, okay. kills it every every week <laughs> um, they're all, I love their offense DK is a beast. Yeah, like you said, defense. Oh, I hate watching him play because it's like we picked JJ Arcega. He w- he would have not have Over no here. matter he wouldn't have panned out in Philadelphia. We just can't draft <laughs> draft anyone. Uh, Seahawks at three, two again. My last two are the same as you. Two Steelers. I really don't want to even have them at my two, yeah. but sure, like they're undefeated, so I I have to. Yeah, if they beat the Ravens, Ravens are a good team, so I'll put them at two. And then one is Chiefs. That's. I think that should be on everyone. Damn, we were like almost identical. Yeah. Tom, have something different so it's not boring. Yeah, maybe I'll come in and switch things up a you little bit. He's got the Eagles at, at one. He has Titans at three. <laughs> He's got the football team at one. Yeah, yeah. might be the best team in the division. <laughs> um, all right, so number five, I have Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, I'm in the same thinking of you, Josh, of that was a trap game last night. Yeah. No Godwin. Um, looking forward AB. to the Saints. Yeah, I mean, AB coming <laughs> – Coming into the building I, I'm now. pissed about that. I got Mike Evans on my fantasy team, and he finally had a good game. AB is Tom's guy, so yeah, it's not great. So yeah, when I when I did these rankings too, I just kind of look at the quarterback situation, um, the coaching situation, and um, teams that they've beat so far. Yeah. So maybe that's why I didn't have Tampa Bay a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have beat the Saints in Week One, I think it would be they'd be a little higher. But Tampa Bay five, number four. Team none of you mentioned, and I think the Packers. No, um, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, okay. Kyler, he's my fantasy quarterback. Kyler Murray has something going on in Arizona, dude. If you watch that game, I think it was the Sunday night game against Seattle oh, in yeah. Arizona. That was one of the best football games of the year, <laughs> and Arizona is pretty good. Hassan Reddick. I, I love Kyler. I have questions about cliff kingsbury uh, just i just have questions about that and you know his focus on you know your head coach you gotta there's also the defense so i have a little questions uh, some questions there. I, that's I, it i agree i think this is a league where you have to score points yeah like especially when yes. kansas city's at the top dude yeah. their like, weapons are it's just not no more belichick defensive teams no. it's it's shootouts so tampa bay five arizona four three i have pittsburgh i don't have a ton of faith in pittsburgh no. yet um, I know they're six to zero. I think I'm giving them respect by putting them at three. I just don't love them at number one. Really seven and seven and zero. Yeah, seven and put some yeah, Sorry, maybe I should move them up a spot. <laughs> seven and zero. Uh, now we're all on the same page with that. Pittsburgh at three. Here's where things get I guess Uh-oh. a little bit more dicey. Uh-oh. I have Kansas City at two. oh. I have Kansas City Hold at two. Hold the phone. Um, huh? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Um, do you have the Seahawks at one? I do have the Seahawks. Oh! I do have the Seahawks at one. So the reason is, is obviously Mahomes is a beast. Andy Reid's a beast. Um, this year, I like the Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. Like, Russell Wilson's the MVP. Hands down oh, right now. Sure. Their defense is iffy, but like I said, it's it's an offensive league. I would love to see, and I think we're going to see, prediction, Super Bowl prediction, Chiefs, Seahawks, yeah. and I think the Seahawks will actually take it this Ooh. year. That'd be a great game. Um, I honestly, I could see Chiefs and Seahawks being flipped. I, the, the Chiefs just played the Jets last week. Yeah. So just in terms of quote unquote power rankings, yeah, sure. they, they're going to slide down for me, and Chief or and Seahawks are going to go to number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I can't argue with it. They got the same record. Russ is balling. He's cooking. So no complaints from me. Got a goal. <laughs> I have Mahomes and, and Wilson as my two fancy quarterbacks. How? How did you get both of them? Don't worry about it. Is it a two quarterback league or one? Yeah, two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How many people are in the league? Just you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, tw- uh, 10, 12. Oh. oh my. Yeah, the rest of your team has to be garbage. I'm six and no, seven and one in one league and five and two in the other. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Tom, I've been waiting to talk to you about this. He has a story. What? Daryl Morey. He has a story. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Sixers, you know, big hirings. What do we think that means? Um, you know, he had his introductory press conference. You look like Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. Tom, where are you at on you know these new hirings? Morey, Doc Rivers, Sam Cassell. 
of that entire coaching staff, which is pretty remarkable. So I got to give the utmost credit and respect to Josh Harris. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever been said <laughs> on this podcast. I can't believe I'm saying it. <laughs> but if you think about it, like we were sitting here, not specifically on this podcast, but just hypothetically speaking, we were sitting here a month ago talking about how the Sixers are possibly going to have to blow this up. It's doomsday. The front office is the worst in sports. They went a completely wrong direction. They were one shot away from going to the finals and perhaps winning the finals. And we were just – it just seemed like the sky was falling. And last Wednesday, I think it was, the Sixers just turned themselves into the best front office possibly in basketball. Mm -hmm. Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers – his staff, excuse his, me, Glenn. Doc. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't we don't call him. Sorry, Doc on here. Forget how we gotta lose him off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Maury Rivers. Um, it's Lumoff. Yeah, Lumoff. <laughs> Dave Yeager, Dan Burke, Sam Cassell, um, Peter Dinwiddie from the Pacers. I was looking into him a little bit. He seems like he's a pretty smart dude. Um, so I. I I got to give credit to Josh Harris. I mean, he I think he realized he's like we made a big mistake and we're going to totally flip the script and we're not going to blow it up and we're going to change things overnight. And for the first time, I think in my lifetime, I trust everything that this front office is going to do. I don't necessarily know what they're going to do. Yeah. And we might get into it. Do you trade Simmons? Do you trade Embiid? Do you try to move Horford, Harris? What do you do? But I might not agree with everything that they do. But I just trust Dale Morey based off the track record. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. The one thing that came to my mind today was, like, how many times do we do we go through this with the Sixers? Like, I swear it's been the past a couple of years where it's every year it's like they did this one, this thing, and it's like, this is the year. Like, we're going to get over that hump now. And, like, what we've been seeing is that every year we kind of are, like, plateaued. Yes, the one year where we had with Jimmy where we lost on that shot – probably was our best year and that was probably the one season that we had that we could have gone farther than we've had but I just I'm not skeptical and I'm not pessimistic I am optimistic but there's just a slight part of me that goes like I've been through this before and I've never seen what I had expected yeah no I understand that I think the difference is is they're not to this point, they're not switching players. Yeah, they're switching philosophies. They're switching. They're they're totally shifting their front office. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think the best organizations in sports have good ownership, good front office, good coach, then good players. Um, so I think the Sixers are finally starting to figure that piece out. Where they're not starting from the bottom, they're more so starting from the top, and then working their way down. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm happy with everything that they've done. I really am. I really am happy. I mean, I just think, and uh, I've heard a couple of people say this, like even if, you know, it doesn't work out, you know, the moves that they make don't pan to become a championship, Daryl Morey is at least going to go for it, you know. Maybe we don't agree with every move he makes, but at least he's going to, if it's not working, say, midseason, he'll shake it up. If it's not... If you know if this isn't his vision, at least he's gonna go for it, and I gotta you know commend that. Um, you know the report came out today from Shams that they're highly interested in James Harden. Now I don't know how we get him. Um, I'm sure. I don't really you know that's gonna be the longest basketball game of all time with him and Embiid just going to the foul line thirty yeah. times each a game. I I think it would have to be Ben. Ben would have to go there. Um, just because, you know, I just think Houston would want to build around him. I don't know. I mean, I just it, at least it brings some excitement as to like what's going to happen. I don't know, but we'll see. So going back to real quick, going back to the story that you wanted me to tell. Yes. Um, so I don't know if people had heard this before. I actually can't take credit for this. I have to give credit to Mr. Danny Light who brought it to my attention. Oh. Um. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad. Glasses? Um, I'm not a thousand percent sure what he looks like, but give him a follow on Twitter. Um, 
I might butcher some of this story, so sorry, Danny, but basically what had happened was I guess Kevin Kincaid noticed something on Reddit that somebody had posted before and been right about the Sixers, meaning that this person has inside scoop and knows things before everybody else and has been saying for weeks prior to Daryl Morey's hiring, has said that Daryl Morey is the president of basketball operations of the Sixers. I'm paraphrasing this. Might have said GM. But he said he's Daryl Morey is running the Sixers, and he was the one who hired Doc Rivers. So Morey was hired before Doc Rivers was hired, yeah. and he made the pick to get Doc Rivers. Wow. That's what was said on Reddit. Kevin Kincaid posted it out. Danny, I'm sorry if I butchered that story. But obviously that wasn't reported in the media at all. Woj didn't have that. Shams didn't mm-hmm. have that. Nobody had that. Um and for a while, it was kind of like, all right, this doesn't really make sense. Maury's in Houston. And then all of a sudden, the news comes out, and it's Maury's leaving Houston. And then that tweet kind of resurfaces, and then Maury gets hired. And it's like, wow, this might have been true. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true, but it's just interesting. Obviously, things were going on behind the scenes prior to Maury being announced. Maybe that's the case, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And I want. I feel like his first move's got to be a splash. So we'll see. I don't Do- know. Do you think, like, do you buy into this whole, um, like, Glenn, like, Tobias had his best seasons when he was with Glenn. Glenn's here now. For the most part, I think Tobias has underperformed for his contract and what I expected from him. A thousand percent. I could see him do getting you, moved. I really could. I don't... I, I don't. I, I, honestly, I really could, too, but the more I think about it, the more I think that Glenn's going to want to work with him because they work together. Like I said, he had his best seasons when he was with Glenn. So, a hot take here. Let me know, let me know what you guys think. I don't know if this is a hot take. I think Horford's going to be way easier to move than Tobias. I do, I, I do too. I think Tobias's contract is worse than Horford's. I don't. I don't. I don't know. They're both awful contract. Awful. I awful think Tobias's contract. contract is worse than Horford's. It depends on what you pair with them. If you, I think, if you put Matisse in there with and trade Matisse with Al, then you could get rid of him pretty easily. But. Yeah, and I, I, I was talking to Lou about this too. I probably would trade Matisse with yeah. Horford to get off of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to trade Matisse. I like Matisse, but ownership was so bad last year. Yeah. And they're going to have to, with that signing, that they're going to have to overpay for oh, that. Oh, sure. Pick. Yeah. And it just is what it is. All right, I got to tell right before we move on, where are you out at with re signing Furcon? Lou is all in. I'm not saying I'm totally all in, but I <laughs> he more lo- so would like he, to have. Lou is now emulating his basketball game after Furcon. So, mm-hmm. Tom, where are you at? Should we resign Furcon? Let me look into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I do think they will. Yes. I think so, too. Doc meant Glenn, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Yeah. Rivers. Austin's dad. Thank How about that? <laughs> Austin's father. Um, but Glenn Rivers did say in his press conference, he was starting to mention some players in the roster. And yeah. He mentioned Furcon Ugh. very, like, under his breath. <laughs> like, he kind of didn't want to say it, but he said it God. because he might know something. I just think they need shooters, and Furcon is, Ugh. I guess, a shooter. God. I don't really Well, know. we made him a shooter. Ever since that Halloween episode, we made him a shooter. Well, let me say this. If the Sixers draft well, if Daryl Morey takes these five picks that they had and get two shooters out of them, Furcom should not be yeah. on this roster. Should not. Mm. Yeah, Sorry, Furcom. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the bracket. Uh, Philly's best athletes of all time. Yeah. Again. I want to be clear. I had nothing to do with this. This was for the Philly Inquirer. You know, four uh, team uh, reporter beat reporters made the made the rankings. So, uh, also, I want to apologize to any hockey fans that are listening. Well, to this. I have- if I <laughs> if I do not say these names right, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say them. I have a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I say we get rid of the hockey first. Just yeah, yeah, knock it out. Knock it out. out of the way. Is that okay? Yeah. With you? Sure. So, do not come at me on Twitter, hockey fans. If I don't say the names right, I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't know. Okay. Um, all right. We'll knock out the Flyers real quick. One seed Bobby Clark versus 16 seed Rick Toche. Could have said that wrong. Toche. Uh, it's, it's definitely Clark. Yeah, Bobby Clark. Okay. Next, 
The eight seed John LeClaire mm. versus the nine seed Reggie Leach. LeClaire. LeClaire was um, actually that's a story. It's we don't have time for that. Uh, oh, John LeClaire. Yeah, John LeClaire. The what? Not what? Not Whoa, what? <laughs> no. All right. We have the five seed Mark Hal versus the 12 seed Simone Gagne. Don't know the Mark guy. I'm going Simone. Ooh. It also has the percentages on here of who won the first round voting wise. Okay. So. Oh, so they did this bracket for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have any of other, the other rounds. I mean, this was back, so I could have, I could look up the winner, but I didn't. Uh, I'll go Mark Howell, so you have to decide. <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy who brought us back from a down 3-0 lead against the Boston Bruins and scored the go-ahead goal to beat the Boston Bruins in Game 7, 4-3, Simone Gagne. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have the 4-seed Eric Lindros versus the 13-seed Eric Desjardins. Lindros? Yeah. Desjardins is a great name. But, it is um, a great name. Lindros. Yep, Lindros. All right, next. The six seed, Rick McLeish. Did I say that right? Anyone know? I don't know. Versus the 11 seed, Claude Drew. Drew. Give me Drew. Sure. Drew. <laughs> yeah, Drew, because I know who he is. <laughs> the captain. All right, we got the three seed, Bill Barber, versus the 14 seed, Mark Recchi. I know Recchi. I don't know Barber. Barber, I'm going to let you know, Barber won this so, first round in a landslide. I'm almost positive Barber, Bill Barber leads the Flyers in goals like in the history of the organization. <laughs> Are you guys both going Barber? Yeah. Then I'll go sure. I'll, I'll go Recky just to give him a... a <laughs> just to give him some yeah, love in yeah. case he's listening. Why don't you tweet him and let him know? I probably will. <laughs> All right, Bill Barber wins. All right, we have Tim Kerr versus Brian Prop. Uh, give me Prop. Give me Kerr. I was going to go Steve Kerr, too. Steve Kerr. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, We have Bernie Parent versus Ron. 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 (laughs) Whatever. Versus Ron Hextall. Ron. Ooh. Ooh. That's actually a good one. I'm going to go, well, Josh, I'll let you go if you have a... Uh, I'll go so I don't mispronounce the name again. I'll say Hextall. (laughs) So we're losing all our hockey followers after this episode. You know the answer, Bernie Perron. Yeah. All right, Perron. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah. All right. He moves on. All right. Next round: Bobby Clark versus John Leclaire. Clark. Yeah. Bobby Clark. It's Clark. All right. We have Simone Gagne versus Eric Lindros. I'll go Lindros. Yeah, uh, me too. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. We have Claude Giroux versus Bill Barber. Drew. Give I'm going Drew. Barber. I'm going to go Bill Barber as well. I've heard I've heard a lot of complaints about Drew. So. Uh, Tim Kerr versus Bernie Perrant. 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 <laughs> All right. We have Bob Clark versus. Uh, Eric Lindros. Clark body? I'll go Clark body. I was going to go Lindros. Ooh. I was going to go Lindros. All right. Uh, Perron. Perron versus Barber. I'm pretty sure we have... Hmm. Maybe the best goalie versus the best scorer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I like defense. Yeah, I'm going to go with Perron because... Okay. In this Flyers generation, all we talked about is we need the goaltender. Shout out Carter Hart. Yeah. So I'll go with the goalie. All right. Here we go. Final one to go to the final four. Bobby Clark versus Bernie Perron. For me, I, when I think of the Flyer great, I for whatever reason, it's Perron for me. So oh, I'm wow. Gonna say, I'm gonna I'll, say, I'll say Bobby Clark for me. Great. So you decide, Thomas. Bernie Perrant. Yeah. Damn. I guess that's an upset, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what seed was he? He was the two seed. Okay. So he will face the winner of the Sixers to go. To oh, the it's definitely He's already had an uphill battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll do the Sixers then next. Okay. All right. The one seed, Wilt Chamberlain 
versus the 16 seed Ben Simmons. It's got to be Will. <laughs> it's Will. Yeah, it's Will. It sucks for Ben. All right, we have the 8 seed Hal Greer versus the 9 seed Joel Embiid. I'll go Hal to start it off. MB needs to do more for me. I'll go. I'll go JoJo. Ooh, I think I'm gonna go Embiid. All right, Embiid moves on. All right, we have the five seed Moses Malone versus the twelve seed Doug Collins. Oh Moses. Yeah, give me Moses. Yeah, Malone. come on. Doug Collins was a trash coach too. Uh, he was a number one pick though. Uh, we have Charles, the four seed Charles Barkley versus the, the thirteen seed Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones, best six man in basketball, but I'm gonna go Charles Barkley. I want to go Sir Charles. Yeah. What seed did you pick? What? What seed did you pick there? Four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have the six seed Billy Cunningham versus the eleven seed Mo Cheeks. Cunningham versus Cheeks. Yeah. I'll go Sandy Cheeks. I'm going to go Cunningham. Uh oh. I'm going to go Mo Cheeks. Ooh. Murray's. All right. The three seed, Allen Iverson versus the 14 <laughs> seed, Andrew Tony. Andrew Tony. Andrew <laughs> Tony. On. Andrew Tony was a great player. He was. He was. Andrew Tony. Was I'm writing down AI. Yeah, it's AI. Yeah, it's, a, it's AI. But <laughs> we might as well just give Andrew Tony his uh, due diligence. Nah, he was good. All right, we have the seven seed Dolph Shays versus the ten seed Chet Walker. Dolph Shays. Yeah, Dolph Shays. Yeah, it's Dolph. All right, the two seed Julius Irving versus the fifteen seed the Doc. George McGinnis. It's Doc. I'm going to be formal. I'm saying him by his birth certificate. Julius Irving. Julius Doc. It's Doc. (laughs) Versus the 15 seed, George McGinnis. It's Doc. It's Doc. Julius Glenn Irving. (laughs) He got 100%. He was the only one on here that got 100% first round. Doc. Yep. All right. Next round. Uh, We have Wilt Chamberlain versus Joel Embiid. It's Wilt. It's Will. <laughs> you would have said Embiid. I think I would have, and the only reason why is because Will had a lot of his success too off the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that I was thinking about that too, but just like just one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I. I, I oh no, yeah, for sure. I mean, he was better than Embiid, but yeah. I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking. I think his competition was a little weak too at that. Time. Sure, weaker than Embiid. Yeah, I hate the whole era thing, but I do not. <laughs> All right. Write that down for the next topic. <laughs> we have Moses Malone versus Charles Barkley. Uh, I'm gonna. G- I think Moses. Moses won. He won. The yeah. Injury. So I'll, I'll I'll go Moses. Moses. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Mr. Valley Forge Casino himself, Sir Charles. Oh, we put this on me. Mr. Shoprite in uh, Balakinwood that my great aunt sees. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard Charles is a great guy. Yeah, my, my dad met him. Yeah, he's a great guy. Someone, uh, someone who comes to my work, a regular. His name is, his name is Frank. Doesn't listen to this, but shout out Frank. He uh, says him and his buddies would run into him all the time at some bar in um, maybe Berwyn. Yeah, yeah. I yep. uh, said he's a real stand-up guy. That's what yeah. my great aunt said too. He's a real nice guy. So yeah. seems like a nice guy. But I'm going uh, the opposite, Moses. He seems like a really nice guy. Yes, I'm going Moses Malone. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mo Cheeks versus Allen Iverson. AI. <laughs> Allen. Just give AI the... the, the Dolph Shays versus Julie, Julius Doc Irving. Doc. Doc. It's Doc. All right. Wilt versus Moses. Wilt. Uh, I'll go Wilt. I don't See, know. Dude. So I kind of maybe want to take Moses. I'll make it interesting, and I'll take Moses. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Moses too. Oh, I, mean, like, I feel like that would piss some people the off. The upset. Yeah, but you got to take in like Philly's best athletes. Of oh, all sure. Time. Like sure. you got to take in. I mean, Will is definitely on the Mount. Yeah, he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. But like, I, it's tough. Yeah. He didn't spend his whole career here. Neither did Moses. But whatever. all right, here we go. Uh, AI versus Doctor J. Icon. Now it's. I think. 
I think it's AI, and I think so because of the impact more so that he had on the city and then also basketball itself. Mm-hmm. I will pick AI. Iverson. Yeah. It's tough, but the cultural impact is yeah. AI. All right. We have to face off against Perrant in the, in the final four. A- Can we just write in AI? Yeah. AI versus AI. Moses. AI. All right. AI moves on. All right. Just, no. just put AI versus Perrant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Phillies. Here we go. The one seed Mike Schmidt. This versus, is like the one I'm like low key most excited for. Yeah. One. Versus the 16 seed Darren Dalton. Schmidt. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah, I might get this name wrong. <laughs> the eight seed Ed Delahanty. Did I get that right or wrong? I no, you're heard good. Versus the nine seed Cole Hamels. I'll go Cole. Yeah, I'll go Cole too. World yeah. Series MVP. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cole. Because I don't want to try to keep pronouncing that name throughout the rest of this. <laughs> we got the five seed Richie Ashburn Ooh, versus the twelve seed Dick Allen. Give me a rest in peace. <laughs> yes, and Dick Allen should be in the Hall of Fame. I forget if he got a bid or not this year. There was it's, nobody's, nobody's, nobody's following me, huh? No, I, I didn't hear anything about that. I, yeah, I, I I'm sorry. Says, no. But I gotta go Ashburn Alley. Yeah, I'll, he's got uh, an alley in the stadium. I was gonna say Dick Allen. But. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's Richie for me. All right, Pete Alexander, the four seed versus Jim Bunning, the thirteen seed. Jim Bunning. Yeah, I was gonna go Bunning as well. Yeah, he won. He won the vote here. Should have. All right, this is a big one here. Jim Tomey. No, I'm spoiler. Jim Tomey is not on here. That's. I didn't make it. That's not right. All right, this dude. If it was a custom list, maybe I would have put him on. It should have been a custom. <laughs> All right, we have the six seed Jimmy Rollins versus mm-hmm. the eleven seed Ryan Howard. Ooh, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I really think Jimmy Rollins has a bitter taste in some Philadelphia fans' mouths. Ooh. I might go the big piece here. I loved. I, I'm not one of those guys. I love Jimmy, and I thank him for his service. Every. I don't know, man. He also was here so much longer. I might yeah. go Jimmy. I think longevity for me. I'm going. I'm going J. Roll. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go Jimmy. I'm gonna go Jimmy as well. Yeah. But Ryan Howard is one of the most underappreciated athletes in this city of all time. I agree. I agree. But the more I talked myself into it, I think I had to go Jimmy. But I, Ryan, like yeah, you exactly what you said. Like he deserves so much more credit. Team yeah. to beat J. Roll. All right, the three seed Robin Roberts. Versus the fourteen seed, Roy Halladay. It's I think it's Roberts, but Roy. I I I think of Halladay more as a Blue Jay, so I'm gonna go. To me, I honestly don't. Really? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe that's me being biased, but I'm gonna go Doc. Or right, well, I'm going. Ro- I'm going Roberts. Or Glenn Halliday. What, what, I can't say Glenn. You can say Doc Halliday. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm that's going. Okay, I'm okay. going Robin. Yeah. Is that is, is that the same name as the chick on Good Morning America? Is it oh, Robin, Robin Roberts? <laughs> I think it is actually. Did she play baseball? She did. <laughs> All right. The seven seed Chase Utley. Utley. Versus the ten seed Kurt Schilling. Chase Utley. Yeah, it's Utley. You are the man. All right. The two seed Steve Carlton versus the fifteen seed Chuck Klein. Yeah, it's Carlton. It's Carlton. It's Carl. All right. Next round. Charles. Mike Schmidt versus Cole Hamels. It's Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ashburn Alley versus Jim Bunning. Ashburn. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Richie Ashby. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, da, da, da. J-Roll versus Robin Roberts. J-Roll for me. For me, personally, it's J-Roll. Oh, Doc Holliday lost? That yeah. Really? I voted for the Good Morning America host. Mm-hmm. So, wait, what's this one? Jimmy Rollins <laughs> versus Robin Roberts. J-Roll. <laughs> Damn, we're getting clean sweeps in the second you round. Should, you should ask Amo about uh, Jimmy Rollins when you get a chance. 
I don't think he's a fan, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chase Utley versus Steve Carlton. I'm so biased in this, but Chase Utley. <sighs> yeah, me too. I was going to say Steve, but it doesn't matter. I saw Utley's last game as a Philly live. Okay. Was that the game? I guess it's wins. All right. Mike Schmidt versus Richie Ashburn. Uh, Schmitty. Yeah, Mike Schmidt. Yep. All right. J-Roll versus Chase Utley. Utley. Ooh. I'll go J-Roll just to see if it's Chase Oh, I'll go J-Roll. I, I had Chase losing the last round, so. Ooh. All right. And it's Mike Schmidt versus J-Roll. I mean. See, I would have picked Utley over Schmidt, but I don't know if I could do that with J-Roll. Well, Schmidt's what? Probably the best third baseman of all time, uh, arguably. Yeah. J-Roll, can you say he's the best at what? No. No, but he did pass Mike Schmidt for all-time leader in hits in Philly's history. I'll, I'll lead it off. I'll go Schmidt. Do I say Schmidt or do I give Tom the chance to think about it real quick? I think he, I, I'm going to go Schmidt. I was going to go Schmidt, too. Yeah. All right, Schmidt goes to the final four. That's our first one seed in there. So these are like all we're picking all older players. Yeah, look at us. We're cultured. Yeah, good for us. <laughs> <laughs> There's no recency bias here. No. All right, Reggie White for the Eagles. The one seed Reggie White versus the 16 seed Wilbert Montgomery. White. You're not going into Wilbert. No. <laughs> Reggie White. Yeah. All right. Ooh, quarterback matchup here. Jalen Hurts. Cunningham. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. <laughs> the eight <Kevin> seed. <laughs> the eight seed Randall Cunningham versus the nine seed Jaws. We talked about him last week. He was on the bracket last week too. Jaws. Dang. I'll go Randall. I'm gonna go Randall. Jaws annoys me. I'm sorry. He annoys me when I, I, hear I, him actually, I actually met him. I, he seems at, like a nice guy. He just yeah. kind of annoys me. No, he really is a nice guy. I met him at what? It was an Eagles game early 2000s with my dad. And he was he had an all-black Escalade with TVs in the back before. I think that was even like yeah. a real thing to have in the back of your car. No, super nice guy. So you picking Jaws? No, I'm picking Cunningham. Okay. But Jaws, I'm just giving him respect. He's a real nice guy. Sure. Loves golf. He does. Yeah. All right, next. Five seed. I might say this. I don't know why I don't know his name. Pete. Pihos? Pihos? Am I saying it right? Wrong? Never heard that name. Pete Pihos? We'll go with Pihos because he's going to lose probably. Oh, you thinking of Vince Vince Pavali, yeah. No. (laughs) Versus the 12 seed, Shady McCoy. I'm going to say Shady, but I'm sure that guy that you were trying to say is like a legend. Probably. But I'm going to go Shady. (laughs) What was the uh, the guy's name? Pete Pihos. P-I-H-O-S. I'm sure he's an old dude that probably like a middle linebacker or something. And it's probably bad that I don't know who he is. Oh my gosh. If you, all right, if you're listening to this, look up Pete Pihos, Google. Third picture in, you can just see the helmets they're wearing, <laughs> and it has to be 1812. <laughs> oh, dude, is that the Jets? <laughs> dude, like that's a helmet. He looks like a toy soldier. Yeah. You, ride, you ride a bike with that helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking Shady over that guy. <laughs> yeah, just because of that picture. Yeah. Shady. yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Shady, too, but I just want to see. I mean, this this guy's probably a legend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for any of our older listeners. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Because there's going to be another guy in this next matchup that I have no idea who he is. Went to Indiana. So right, good. <laughs> just give me a second here on Pipios. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame. Philadelphia Eagles 75th anniversary team. Three-time first-team All-American. I think he went to Indiana. Was he, what did he win a Super Bowl? Did they, even have, they didn't have Super Bowls back then, I don't think. <laughs> Two-time NFL champion. Oh. Six-time Pro Bowl. Oh, not, right. not a Super Six-time first-team All-Pro. Yeah, our old listeners are pissed. Sp- spent like, like we haven't. Spent Uncle Carlos is probably pissed. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, next matchup. The four-seed Brian Dawkins versus the 13-seed Al Wistert. I don't know. Maybe I should know who that is. All right. The 6 seed Donovan McNabb versus the 11 seed Tommy McDonald. 
McNabb. McNabb. Yep. All right. The three seed, C. Van Buren versus the 14 seed. And this might not go well because recently, Jason Peters. I like Van Buren's last name better. I'm going Van Buren. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll take out the recency bias. I'll go JP. I think, yeah, I think Van Buren. I think we're the same. Van Buren, get him out of here. The Van Buren boys. <laughs> SVB. All right, we have the seven seed Harold Harold Carmichael versus the ten seed Tom Brookshire. I'll go Carmichael. Carmichael. Yeah. And then the two seed Chuck Benerick. Sorry. Versus the fifteen seed Brian Westbrook. I mean, sucks I that Westbrook's a yeah, 15 uh, seed. Yeah, that he has to it's go been out. Eric, but it's West, definitely been Westbrook Eric. got hosed with that. Yeah, this I don't. I didn't see this. Remember, what seed is Merrill Reese? <laughs> that guy wins it all. All right, the one next round, one seed Reggie White versus the eight seed Randall Cunningham. White. Reggie White. Yeah. You guys should do a bracket though. Now that I'm just thinking about this, have me on for the. Not the next announcers. one, but just announcers, all-time Philadelphia announcers, or just all-time well, announcers. I'm saying all-time, all-time. I want to go through like the Tom best. I want to go through the best, like the <laughs> sports center, best sports center anchors. Tom Brenneman wins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the twelve. Well, next round, the Sean McCoy versus Brian Dawkins. Oh, uh, B Dog. Yeah, B Dog. Yep, B Dog. Probably gonna win it all for me. Dude. Sure, let's just quit now. Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we, got, we got the best name ever, Steve Van Buren, versus, wait, yeah, versus Don McNabb. Five. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'll give five some love. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Van Buren had a good run, though. He did. <laughs> good name. All right. We got Carmichael versus Ben Narek. Uh, Ben Narek. Ben Narek. Ben Narek. All right. Reggie White versus B Doc. I'll go B Doc. <laughs> yeah, me too. Quit acting like you weren't going to say it when you already told them who you're going <laughs> to play it all. Yeah. All right. McNabb versus Ben Narek. Call me crazy. I'm going five. Ooh. Just for the memories. Just for the memories? Yeah. You don't Ooh. remember Ben Narek playing? Tribute? <laughs> yeah, no. I, don't, I don't remember Ben Eric. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go five too. It's yeah. totally like recency. we haven't showed our recency bias in the other one, yeah. so well, yeah, we, we can allow one. <laughs> All right, B Dog versus McNabb. <laughs> you want to go? I mean, yeah. Wait, wait, what did you say? Wait, it's Brian say Dawkins it's, versus McNabb. It's, oh, B Dog. It's B Dog. <laughs> yep. All right, Brian Dawkins moves on. All right. Damn, he was a four seed? All right, we're in the final four. All right, tough one here. AI versus Perron. (laughs) Perron. Getting it's AI. Yeah, it's AI. All right. And then we have, who do we got? Mike Schmidt versus Brian Dawkins. Dude. I'm going B-Dog. Yeah, I... I, I'm, not, I'm, 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 going, I'm going Schmidt, so Thomas, Thomas the pick. Thanks. Yeah. Um, this is a football town. I'm sorry. And we want an analysis, too. <laughs> this is this is the tough, like, this might be more interesting. Eh, I'm trying to think. It's tough because, I mean, B-Doc's a legend that's universally loved. Mike, yeah, I, Mike I Schmidt know. wasn't uni- universally loved. He wasn't. No. But I do think Mike Schmidt was the greatest Philly of all time. Yes. Greatest third baseman of all time. That's why he won the Phillies bracket. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Dawkins. <laughs> Brian, I'm trying to give you an analysis here. Brian Dawkins, I think... I don't know if he's the greatest eagle of all time. He's up there. He's no doubt up there. I don't know if he's the greatest of all time. I mean, I guess he is because we picked him. But I is, he the, is, he the, one. is he the greatest at his position of all time? No. What? Greatest safety of all time? Yeah. Right? No. I'm going Mike Schmidt. All right. I respect it. AI versus Mike Schmidt. AI for me. And that totally takes away from what you kind of just said then. Yeah. <laughs> but... Well, yeah. no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because 
to a degree, it doesn't. Not because Allen Iverson is the greatest point guard, but pound for pound. Oh, pound for pound, probably best NBA player ever. Right. Yeah. So you can make that argument. Okay, yeah, yeah. AI just did so much for me, I think, as a kid, too. Yeah, it's, it's, you gotta think of this. Do you think skill and, or, and what was the, who was the best at their craft? Or do you think who, who represented Philly as a whole? I think it's, it's, you gotta weigh it. Yeah. I'll go AI. This is tough. I don't know. Well, I picked B Doc last round. I'm gonna go AI. You don't even have to pick. I was gonna go AI too, so I was just going to see if you could. All right, AI is the best athlete of all time. Yeehaw! (laughs) All right, let's move on. It's actually funny. He won the. I don't know if you heard on WIP. They did the go to Broad Street. Yeah, and they were pissed about it that he won. Yeah, and Allen Iverson won the. uh, They were pissed that he won. Who did he go up against? I forget the whole. Yeah, I don't know. But he won it. Yeah, well, I forget. Someone was someone was pissed about it, and I forget who it was. Um, all right, listener questions. We got a bunch. Uh, you know, let's get through them quick. <laughs> all right, from Ben Hurley, who put in yeah. three questions. So. Oh, I only saw two of them. So, all right, third one. First question: Who's winning the NFC East? The Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. Uh, two is DD leaving the Phillies to go back to the Yankees? He said back to the Yankees? Yeah. I don't uh, think he goes back to the Yankees. Yeah. I think he goes somewhere else, not I the I don't Yankees. think so either. Because I think the Yankees are set with LeMahieu. I don't know what their contract situation looks like. I know they like Glaber Torres. Um, I don't know how big they are on Anduhar. But, I, I mean, Didi's a shortstop as far as I know. I don't think he goes back to the Yankees. Yeah. Does he stay with the Phillies? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. Um, and lastly, I guess this is mainly for you, Lou. Who are the best King of Queens characters? It's a characters or a character. He just said he just wrote King of Queens best King of Queens. I characters. can rank you my top three. Top, go ahead. Uh, Arthur is number one. I don't think there's no debate about that. I think Correct. Spence is number two because he's just awkwardly just great. And I'll do Doug at number three. My dark horse would be um, Danny. No Deacon, huh? Nah, I mean De- he's funny, but yeah, you no Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Arthur, Spence, and Doug. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that. Arthur's easily number one. Yeah, I don't think there's easily any, any debate one. about Arthur. Nah, you, yeah. I wasn't a big King of Queens guy, so it's That's okay. It's a great you can still get into it. Yeah, of course, yeah. No, I would watch it every now and then, but I just, you know. Um, all right, next. Trey Westfall, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll have him on soon, who knows. Maybe he'll talk philosophy or something. He's got some facial hair going on. That Does he? Creeps me out a little bit, but <laughs> I haven't seen I, him. I respect. I haven't him. seen him in a hot. I mean, I'm sure mine creeps some people out too. So yeah, it is what it is. All right, uh, two part question: What sports book do you guys use, and which do you like the best? Which what? What sports book? Oh, Sun Wager. Yeah, I I use Fanduel. I tried Parks. Uh, shout out to Parks. You know, we used to work for him. Yeah. But their sports book is trash. Yeah, Sun, Sun Wager <laughs> is the best. Um, uh, if you have to ask me which one I'd like be be besides Sun Wager, it's none. It's just Sun Wager. Okay, Tom. This is the name do you bet? Name do you gamble? I do. I do. I have Fanduel. I saw something where somebody tried to place a big bet in Fanduel, which I have, and Fanduel wouldn't allow it. So that no, kind of appreciate that, that. kind of yeah, that kind of rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. <laughs> let me let me ruin my family's lives. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. Well, couldn't make the argument that they were trying to help. Yeah, trying to well, I think it was the payout was too big. Like somebody put in like a fifty. Because then you got to get a bunch of tax like, stuff involved. Probably. Yeah, it was just like I was like, wow, like Fanduel should let this through. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. a gambling company. Yeah. Like, there's no way this fifteen parlay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be all right, but yeah, yeah. A ten dollar bet to win one million five hundred sixty-three thousand dollars. All right, last question from Andrew Scanlon, another friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, do you believe in the transitive po- property for sports? For example, do you believe the Eagles win versus the Giants looks better after last night's game? That was a great question, by the way. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, like, he really was, thought that out. That was a thoughtful uh, I think it's a. I think it's a on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, last, I, like, that example, no. I think because, like we said, I think that was a trap game for the Bucks that they overlooked. Uh, but I do think, you know, if you have teams that are kind of, like, close to each other, not as bad as the Giants... 
then you can kind of base it. So yeah, I think yeah, exactly what you said. I think the transit of property in sports only works when the team isn't like when the like when the two teams playing aren't as bad. There's like the yeah. Gi- the Giants have one win and it's against two, the Washington football team, and the other the other games that they lost to are against teams that should have beaten them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think. But I think the point is like the Giants played hard in that game right. against yeah. Tampa Bay. Do you yeah. feel better about the Eagles because so, you saw not, that? Not at all. Okay. So do you believe in the transitive property of sports? Meaning that not just that specific situation, but if you lose to a team or if you beat a team. Yeah. And, and then that team, that, that team then ends up like being like giving a dog fight against a team that's also good as well. To what I believe. That, I. Like Is that I, what you're saying? I'll use this example. Like, all right, so say, so what happened this weekend with the Titans? They lost to the Bengals. If, you know, if I were, let's say, a Colts fan, I would feel, and, and, and I beat them, at, let's say, you know, you're fighting for the division, you beat the, you beat the Titans, but they just lo- then they lose to the Bengals. I would feel a little less good about my prospects against the other the rest of the league for come playoff time uh, because I don't know about the Titans. Yeah, I guess that, yeah. Well, even think but if you're close in level, that's what I'm saying. Think about it from the Eagles' perspective. Like, the Eagles tied the Bengals when we were walking away. Like, how should we have beat that team? Like, why didn't, why didn't we beat that team? And, they and then they the go Titans. beat the Titans. It's like, oh, okay. Like, maybe the Bengals are a little bit better than we thought. Like, that's the transitive property. I, I, I do believe in it, but only to an extent. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to try to get caught up in it sure. where it's yeah. like... Like, the Eagles should have, in my opinion, beat the Giants by 10 points. And I don't feel better that the Giants put up a fight against the Patriots. Like, or, I'm sorry, against the Buccaneers. Yeah. So, I think we all think it's a little bit to an extent. Um, so, uh, thanks, guys, for our listener questions. We finally got some Thank participation. You. Keep them up. Thank um, you. And it'll tweet at us. If it was the guest, let us know. <laughs> Please let us know. <laughs> What? Rub it in our faces that it was the guest that led you to asking those questions, not me and Lou. Persisting with asking them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's wrap this up. You want to get the new Xbox? No. It's ugly. It's like a, it's like a GameCube or something. It's like, no. no. Body, uh, body shaming, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, yo, we got the Eagles. We got. A- all right, yo. <laughs> watch King of Queens. Watch. Yeah, Queens. I'll, I'll watch, watch King of Queens. Queens. I got a lot of show. stuff I gotta watch. But um, Richie, don't don't get caught up on Richie. Richie. Bitchy, don't get up. Don't get caught up on Richie. He's not there long. Okay. I would I would have Deacon in my top three, but okay. Well, you didn't. Yeah, you did say I I I agree with that. You did say that. We can re- run back the tape. You said I agree with it. <laughs> I said what? That I wouldn't have him? That you, you agree with, with my top three. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you can't go back on that. Well, I mean, I, it is know, what it is. Doug and Deke, well, Doug's, whatever. Um, great show. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. You know, great show. You know, we got the Eagles bye week. So next week's episode yeah, 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 yeah. could be a quick one. Yeah. We might not have much to talk about. Um, but enjoy the bye week, everyone. No heartbreak for us this week. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Tom. Thank you for coming back. Thank you. It's always a pleasure having you on with us. Thank you, fellas. Always a pleasure to be here. Um, you know, we'll see what we do next week with this bye week. Uh, they've come out and they play the Giants after that, so we can preview that game. They better win because <laughs> it's <laughs> tough after that. Yeah. So um, we'll see who wins this election tonight. Next time, you know, when this gets posted, most likely we'll ha- we'll know who won. So president. Carter. President. <laughs> president Steve Van Buren. Yes. It sounds like a president. Well, Van Buren was a president. Yeah, Martin Van Buren. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for everyone listening. Uh, Lou, anything you want to say to the people before we... Uh, same thing. I love you guys. <laughs> Tom, anything? I love you guys too. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>